Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. This episode of the Inside Story podcast is being brought to you by the Storytelling Symposium. This is our community-wide annual event where we bring women and men together from all sectors of life to discuss what does it look like for you to step into your brave and share your story. I talk to so many women every day who think their story doesn't matter. It's not important. It's not big enough. It couldn't possibly make an impact. Or they know they have a story, but they just have no idea where to start or how to share it. This is exactly why I created the Storytelling Symposium. This special event is an opportunity for you to come learn more about how to excavate the layers of your story and how to give your story meaning and impact. We are all walking around with a story to share, yet so often women play it small. They keep it quiet and they let other stories pass them by. The symposium is your opportunity to step into the power of your story and to be surrounded by the most amazing speakers and guest teachers, as well as other amazing attendees that we will have in this workshop where you can network and share stories together that will help empower you to step into your brave and share your own story. This is a storytelling event like no other. It's especially curated with you in mind. So I invite you to join us for our next event on April 29th and 30th of 2021, which is a virtual event this year. And that means it should be an easy way for you to say yes. For more information on the 2021 Storytelling Symposium that is hosted by Lightbeamers, I'd love for you to check it out. Go to lightbeamers.com and click on the events tab in the top navigation bar. Be sure to reach out to me if you have any questions and I sure hope to see you there. Hello, hello, Lightbeamers and listeners of the Inside Story podcast. Welcome to another episode. I'm your host, April Adams Pertwee, and I'm so happy that you're here today because I have a really juicy topic that I want to dive into, and what I want to talk about today has been something that really, when I look back, I can see has been so crucial to any semblance of success that I've ever had. It's been at the center of my life, the center of my business, and the center of my spiritual growth for as long as I can remember. And the thing that I'm speaking of that we're going to dive a little deeper into today is this topic of community. I often joke to people that community is my middle name. 
I mean, it isn't really, of course. My middle name is actually Swan. That's a whole other story for another day. But I say that community is my middle name because, because life and business don't really happen in a silo, you know? They happen with people around us playing an active role. And I have to admit that after my recent bout with COVID, community was something that really stuck out at me as I went through that experience. And so I want to dig a little deeper into this today and actually share a bit of that story. It's definitely an inside story. Now, whether you yourself have strong community around you or not, I really hope that you lean into this with me because I'm going to share some ideas and ways that you can begin to build more community into your life if you don't really have it right now or you don't feel like that it's significant in your life. Now, I have recently interviewed a psychologist and a counselor for an upcoming episode of the Inside Story podcast. And this came up in conversation because the topic of that podcast was all about the top life skills that we must have as adults. And number six on their list of number of 11 total was find your people, find your people. So ask yourself, is finding your people a skill you possess? Have you ever found your people? Do you even know who your people are? How do your people actually support you and give to you unconditionally? Now, as I said at the beginning of this, any sense of success that I've had in my life, I can easily attribute to the support of my people because I'm not at all disillusioned to think that I am doing this or can't even do this all on my own because I can't. And I have relied heavily on spiritual leaders, pastors, women's circles, family, friends, business networks to help build any positive momentum that I've had in my life. Because again, I'm not doing it alone. Now, sure, I'm in the driver's seat most of the time, but I do have a whole lot of people trucking along with me. And so a month ago, when I went down hard with COVID, my people showed up and they showed up in big ways. They showed up in unexpected ways. You know, I share with you at the end of Every podcast episode, an invitation to join our Light Beamers community on Facebook. You know, by and large, these were the people who showed up in some of the biggest ways when I was sick. I mean, of course, my my family was there. Absolutely. Definitely people in my spiritual and religious circles, my church, they were there. But what made this piece of it so extraordinary is that This community, the Light Beamers community and the people that are in that group, these are people that I have literally only met online. They span the globe and most of them I have never met in person. But because we spend so much time together sharing our stories inside that community, we've developed really strong friendships and relationships over the last five years. I mean, that's exactly why I tell you every week how important important and powerful storytelling can be is because this is what can help you build community. And I was absolutely gobsmacked by the the number of people from the Light Beamers community who sent me messages and prayers, um, you know, when they found out that I was ill. They sent me flowers to my house. 
One person even sent me groceries and supplies from Target. They sent me healing meditations and prayers. They checked in on me. They offered up distance Reiki sessions. And I even had one member send me a recorded healing hypnotherapy session all the way from Germany, which by the way, I listened to three or four times while I was sick and it was amazing. The love, kindness, and generosity that was poured over me when I was down for the count was just truly such a huge piece of my healing and recovery. During one of my sickest days, I can remember this, I was laying in bed and I was focused on the fact that so many people were praying for me. I was really trying to absorb this this idea that there were so many people in my community and in my life that were indeed praying for me. And I imagine God hovering over me. I had a very strong visual of this, of God hovering over me, waving a healing wand of light up and down my body, up and down my body. And that wand was infused with all of those people praying, all of those prayers that were coming from my people, my tribe, my community. And it was one of the most humbling and gorgeous experiences of my life, really, honestly. Even though I was sick with COVID, that was such a blessing to experience. Feeling the love of community wash over me when I really needed it was a huge source of light in my life, and it continues to shine for me today, which is really one of the reasons why I wanted to record this podcast episode in particular, because I I know that not everybody has this, and having it in my life and really realizing how enriching and rewarding and beneficial it's been I really want to share this story and then talk more about how can we build more community into our lives, you know, everywhere. So I don't know about you, but if you've ever battled anything serious, right? You know, some people it's cancer. Some people it's uh, things like divorce or some sort of trauma or accidents, or maybe if it's even it's COVID, whatever it may be. But my experience of having so many people show up and show their love and kindness for me absolutely made me want to be a better community member. Like it made me realize that maybe I'm not even pulling my weight around here. In fact, shortly after I actually started to feel better, I found out that another friend of mine from church had just tested positive for COVID. And I immediately offered up prayers and sent them list of vitamins to take. And I began checking in on her and the family to let them know I was praying for her. Now, it's not that I would not have done that before, right? Like I would have done that before, but I have to admit to you this time around when I did it, I've, I did it with a whole lot more fervor and intention, which brings me to a really interesting question that my daughter asked me recently, sort of out of the blue. She asked me, she said, when people say things like, oh, I'll be praying for you or, oh, I'll pray for you. Do you think they actually stop and do it? And I was like, wow, that's a good question. Now, my initial response to her was something along the lines of like, well, I hope so. You know, they should. It really doesn't take much to stop and pray for someone if you know they need it. But then I thought about it a little bit more. And I have to be honest with you. I know that there's been times when I've said those words. 
that I'll be praying for you or I'll say some prayers for you. And then that's as far as it went. They were just words. They were empty words that were never really followed up by action or intention. You know, life is busy. You say things like this sometimes in passing and then you get going on with your day and maybe you forget. Or maybe you say, you know, like, I'm going to remember that, put that in my prayer list for later. But then maybe you don't even sit down and pray that day. I don't know what it is. But oftentimes you may not even actually stop and pray for the person that you said you would pray for. And I have no idea if the people who sent me messages saying they were going to pray for me actually stopped and took the time out of their day to lift my name up to God and pray for healing. I have no way of knowing if they actually did it, except that I feel like I kind of do because I could feel them. I had this great sense that I was not alone and that there was some sort of energy that was floating into my body during this time. When you have a strong community around you, there's a sense of safety and security that comes along with it. Just knowing that people are out there rooting for you and standing in your corner can go miles and miles and miles when you are feeling lost or down or tired, sick, discouraged, confused, any of those things. And so this is why community is so important. I later told my husband that there's no way our experience with COVID would have been the same if we did not have such a strong community around us. And I know there's a lot of people running around that maybe don't have this as a life skill. Building community isn't something they really know how to do. And as a result, they don't really have strong community around them. And, you know, building community is something that I've come to realize I know a lot about and I'm really good at it. And I think a lot of it has been obviously because my work has been so heavily steeped in storytelling. And this is evidenced by the story that I just shared with you about my community coming together and praying for me in such powerful ways. So I thought I would take a few minutes to discuss ways that you can start to build community for yourself If you feel like you have never quite found your people. First of all, building community is a whole lot easier than I think a lot of people make it out to be. I think that a lot of people's vision of community is that it has to mean a whole lot of people, right? Like lots and lots of people. And definitely there are large communities out there that could definitely be a definition, but it's not the definition. The very definition of community is a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. Let me say that again. It's a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. So you can easily start building community with just a small group of people. Heck, maybe it's just one other person. Just by seeking people out who have the same types of interests and goals as you. And I think the most important step to start building community, number one, is to be open and willing. You really have to be open and willing to extend yourself, to be open yourself up to these relationships, because being closed off or indifferent and isolating yourself will absolutely not work for building community. You actually have to want it. The second thing is, is that you have to listen to others. 
I talk about this a lot in storytelling, like (laughs) being a really good listener is a big piece of becoming a good storyteller. So you have to listen as they share their stories because community is strengthened when people feel seen and heard. How many times have you gone to a gathering or belonged to a group or met up with a group of friends and after every gathering, you felt alone, even though you had just been with a group of people? You felt like nobody was really paying you any attention. They didn't spend you know, any time asking you questions. They spent all their time talking about themselves. This is not how you build community. Community is a two-way street, right? You have to learn to listen to others and ask them really good questions about themselves, engage in conversation. You have to be interested and curious about the other person. And then the third piece of that is sort of the opposite of that is that you also have to show up. You have to be intentional about showing up and sharing a piece of your story too. You can't build community with other people if you don't invest your time and energy with them. And then you also have to be willing to share a piece of yourself, your story, in order to create that two-way connection. And that's really it, you guys, when I think about building community and when I think about what it really takes to build a successful community, it's those three things, being open and willing, listening to others and asking good questions, and showing up consistently to actively share your own story. So if you don't feel like you have ever found that tribe of people, that that group of people that are your people, if you haven't really honed that skill, you might ask yourself, which one of these steps are you missing? Are you being willing and open? Are you actively listening to others, being curious and asking those good questions? Are you investing the time and energy to show up and show up consistently and also share your story? Over the years, people have asked me, how in the world have I been able to build such an active and engaged community on Facebook? I mean, it's Facebook of all things, right? And honestly, the answer is in those three things. Number one, I've always been very open and willing to do the work. Number two, I listen deeply to others and I try to engage them with really good questions. And number three, I've shown up religiously for the past five years and I've shared my story all along the way. And if you really, 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 really want to know what the secret ingredient is, I'm going to tell you right now, it's storytelling. Our community, that's what we do. We focus on telling our stories and that's been the key. As a result, we have built the most amazing, loving, supporting, engaged communities that I have ever been a part of. It's really, really pretty special. And so I'm so incredibly grateful for how community has played a role in my life and business, because I can honestly say that any amount of growth that I've had, be it spiritual growth, personal development growth, even improvement growth in my physical and health, or my business growth, it has all come with a really hefty dose of community. And there are a few things that COVID taught me. Number one, 
that we can't take our health for granted. We must make it a priority to keep our bodies in the best shape we can. And I think that's going to be another topic for another podcast episode, because that was one that hit me over the head. Like really, I needed to hear it. And number two is the power of prayer. When you say you're going to pray for people, we should absolutely be intentional about doing it because there's an energy that gets transmuted to the person we are praying for. And I promise you, they can feel it. Number three, community is the backbone of our lives. If we can't do life with others around us, we're just going to end up finding ourselves isolated and alone. And I don't know about you, but that's not really how I want to go through life. Finding your people is indeed a life skill and one that we all really need to sharpen and exercise daily. So I want to ask you, where are you with your community? I hope that my words and my story today will encourage you and inspire you to take some action, to be more open and willing to actively listen to others and to be curious and to ask some really good questions and to show up yourself and to share more of your story. And as always, of course, if you need a place to explore those ideas, we've got a great community waiting for you over at the Light Beamers community on Facebook. Please join us there. We'd love to meet you and to learn more about you. And if you do join please shoot me a private message and say hello. I'd really love to send you a personal message right back. So thanks for being with me here today and listening to my story. I hope that this will leave you thinking more about the power of prayer and the power of community and the role that finding your people actually plays in your life. And be sure to be back here next week as I'll see you then for another episode of the Inside Story Podcast. See you later. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too, so be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network.
Sound Advice FM, Women's Voices Amplified.